but I, I think you're onto a key point, right? So with this kind of epidemic going on, you've seen an increase in firearm sales. Yeah, okay? absolutely. So how many of those people out there are first time firearms owners? Yeah. So now where do you turn to when I can't get out of the house, but I bought this firearm and some ammunition, where am I going? So at least for me, in, in you know, last two days, you've heard me harp, 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 you know, dry fire, dry fire, dry fire. And we show it in the video that we just did. Hey man, I got it. It's not always about shooting bullets. Yes, I want to be out there and get the range time. Don't get me wrong. However, I would, you know, for me, from an instructor standpoint, what I would like to see, you know, student buys a video, watches it, you know, front to back, mm -hmm. rolls out to class. And then it's like, it should be easy breezy because they've already heard the stuff. Welcome to the Make Ready with the Experts podcast. I'm your host, Fernando Coelho. We're here at Pantio Studios bringing you the very best from in and around the firearms industry, covering topics like guns, gear, firearms training, self-defense, and so much more. Everything from industry insights about the latest gear and training techniques, to hunting, survival, and empty hands. But this isn't just about the guns, folks. This is about the stories military, law enforcement, and civilian stories of heroics protecting our country, fellow citizens, friends, and neighbors. MakeReady.tv is the official website of Pantier Productions and features over 5,000 segments from world-famous instructors. With new video titles added each month, MakeReady.tv is widely known as the Netflix of firearms training. However, we really do go beyond that. We have survival series. We have empty hands. We have edged weapons. We cover armorer skills. We've done documentaries, even medical and hunting. With your subscription, you will have access to an extensive library of videos. To be quite honest, we got a lot. Be sure to visit MakeReady.tv and subscribe today to stream our exclusive content to any device, anywhere, anytime. This is content that just may save your life or the life of someone you love. On today's show, we have the opportunity to sit down with Rick Hogg from Warhog Tactical. Rick is former U.S. Army Special Operations. He was with the U.S. Army Special Forces. And with the Army Special Forces, he was also a canine handler, which, little hint, we have some titles that are going to be coming in the near future on canine dog handling. We just finished filming day one of a two-day shoot on concealed carry, and we had a chance to sit down and chat for a little bit. So here we are. Holy shit, dude. Two days. Two days. We knocked it out. Full-length instructional video, uh, standalones for some sponsors, mm -hmm. uh, sit-down interview, and we didn't burn you out. Hey, man. I, I figured by, let's see, we broke for lunch, 
by about 2.30, you'd start whining that you're getting tired. <laughs> by 3 o'clock, you would want, like, you know, someone to, to fan you and Skittles in a certain color. Yeah, and, you know. And then yawning and then just napping somewhere. We can't find you. And But no, no, you, you held up. Mm-hmm. Shit. Hey, man, I told you. Because you challenged me, I guess, you know, I think we talked on the phone. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, I see people gas out about that 2, 3 o'clock. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. But you got to think, I mean, here's... Here's what I think. This is just my my personal opinion. You know, so you're sitting there going, hey, you put the time in, yep. You got to think, 29 years, U.S. government beating the man down. Got to go, got to go, got to go. You know, at least I got sleep. I got some food, hydrated, and no one's trying to shoot at me here. I I mean, you got a point. You know, so it was, hey, we can can keep rolling. So we Um, won't talk about the cocaine that you're running at lunchtime. No cocaine. Cocaine. We're in South Carolina. This is meth. In this area, it's meth and moonshine. I didn't say that. That's not true. None of that is true. No, no, no. Don't believe that. It's true. It's very true. Anyway, so your first instructional video with us, but mm-hmm. this is not your first foray into filming. No. Okay. You got out of the military. I did. Okay. What did you start doing first that was video related? So my first video production was actually with 511. Um, they reached out to me. They were doing a project with Ubisoft for the launch of Far Cry 5. Okay. Um, they wanted me originally. It was to kind of train the instructors, or excuse me, train the actors in different roles that you would see in the video game. So, okay. hey, the guys in the sticks, at least from the actor's perspective, we're getting some training to go, hey, it's not as easy as just working the sticks. A um, Little bit of snafu as far as, hey, we couldn't shoot. There were some insurance policies, you know, from there, I think the Ubisoft side or whatever it was that restricted that. So we try to work around that the best we could. Um, was I comfortable talking on film back then? Nope. Um, very monotone. You can go check it out on YouTube. I'm very monotone. Um, Really didn't know what to say, didn't understand, hey, the director trying to pump you with lines and all this other stuff. But to me, that was an awesome experience. By the time you leave the range complex, you'll be able to fire a sniper rifle, drive a car like a bootlegger, and turn a cuddly dog into a fang for hire. Bye. Hey, you must be Rick. I am Rick Hogg, 29-year U.S. Army Special Operations Combat Veteran. Oh, and who is this good boy? This is Duco. Off. Do you know how to fire a sniper rifle? Would you like to learn? Follow me to the sniper range. Uh, then we go from there, we roll into, again, another 511 project. Um, super happy on this one. So this is how to teach a dog how to fetch a rifle. So again, it was off the play of the Far Cry 5. There's a dog in there called Boomer. The dog you actually see working is my retired working dog, Duco. I actually trained him to go retrieve a full-size weighted M4 carbine. Um, go out and check the, the YouTube video, you see it, but to try to replicate the same action that was in the video game. Very nice. So, yeah. Very cool, very cool. Um, so we did that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Th- those were both good experiences. Um, I'm trying to think. I didn't have any other. Next, I think it was my, I did some stuff with Trigger Time. Uh, TV, the television show. Television show. Okay. Um, that, and then here, I think has been you know, kind of my productions, if I recollect all correctly. Okay. So, yeah. And we only called you the talent maybe three, four times on two days. 
the talent, yeah. So the first time I heard that, I'm like looking around, what are they talking about? But yeah, that's... We yeah. gotta do it. Nope, we it's gotta all good. Do it. It's all good. Yeah. The instructors abuse us as much as we abuse we, them. I'm we just had, saying. We had a great time. So yeah, it's always good when you can come out. You know, do something like this. Yeah. You know, mutually back and forth. So yeah, absolutely, just a blast. Well, the important thing for us, and and this is something that we feel relates with the instructors is. You're on the range trying to teach individuals how to better themselves, mm -hmm. whether they're brand new into shooting or they're already into it for a long time, but they need to still hone their skills. Mm -hmm. But here's this coronavirus thing going on right now. Yep. Prime example of this. You're not supposed to be together with other people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you have people that don't like being with other people to begin with. So then you have only so much reach you could have teaching somebody in person. Mm -hmm. The videos, the good thing about the videos is we're able to take your talent, your skill, um, put you on a video, pass on that information to that consumer, to that mm -hmm. person at home. Uh, now, obviously, this darn coronavirus thing, well, great, now they can watch it at home. Mm -hmm. But what I think is so cool is the fact that you're out there teaching. There's only so many people you could reach individually. Mm -hmm. I mean, heck, a class a week. Uh, yeah. No one does that, but say a class a week, 20 people a week, you're gonna burn yourself out. Yeah. Two or three classes a week, you're really gonna burn yourself sure. out. Sure. So. And then traveling in a boot, you know, cause um, I'm, not, I'm not in one location, I'm going you know, around the country, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you wanna, I mean, just covering the East Coast is hard enough, but oh, you yeah. have to go to the West Coast. So, yep. lo and behold, now with a video, mm -hmm. and we understand the caveat, you're not gonna learn everything from a video. Sure. It doesn't replace real trigger time. Nope. It doesn't replace being with an instructor in person. We know that. But there are so many people out there, I'm sure you see them in classes, where they show up with a pistol mm -hmm. or a revolver, never shot it before. Yep. They have no skill set whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Just getting a gun out of a holster is a chore for them. Mm -hmm. But they have that, that want to learn. Sure. So our intent has always been take that video format, take these tier one instructors, have them teach that person one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. the viewer at home. Sure. And then that way the person is just a little bit more comfortable to actually go to the range and practice mm -hmm. and hopefully then take a class from that instructor if they're in the area. Sure. So it's 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 a really cool synergy that we have between Pantio Productions and the instructors we work with mm -hmm. because we're putting the instructors out there. We're getting the instructors more attention. Mm -hmm. In some cases, the instructors are very are already very famous. Sure. But you still can't get in their classes. Yeah. You know, um, and in instances like this where you have, dare I say it, a national emergency mm -hmm. with this coronavirus, now people can actually still watch videos at home, mm -hmm. and instead of a Game of Thrones binge, sure, they could watch. But I, I think you're onto a key point, right? So, with this kind of epidemic going on, you've seen an increase in firearm sales. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So how many of those people out there are first time firearms owners? Yeah. So now where do you turn to when I can't get out of the house, but I bought this firearm and some ammunition, where am I going? So at least for me, in a, you know, last two days, you've heard me harp, 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 you know, dry fire, dry fire, dry fire. And we show it in the video that we just did. Hey man, I got it. It's not always about shooting bullets. Yes. I want to be out there and get the range time. Don't get me wrong. However, I would, you know, for me, from an instructor standpoint, what I would like to see, you know, student buys a video, watches it, you know, front to back, 
-hmm. rolls out to class and then it's like, it should be easy breezy because they've already heard the stuff. So here's a little blatant plug for Pantio Productions and the MakeReady.tv channel and our videos. If you're gonna go to a class with a top instructor and you're gonna be on the firing line with a bunch of other students and this may be the first time you're taking a class of this level, how about stacking the cards in your favor? Before you go to that class, go to MakeReady.tv or Pantio.com, get a subscription, get the video itself, do a digital download, do whatever you can afford, but get yourself spooled up on what that instructor offers and what he teaches. That way, you're not going in cold to a class. You already have a little bit of background of, of what he's gonna cover, and on the brighter side, you're up to speed a little bit. So, shameless plug, but it's definitely worth it. You know, my administrative load, to me, which I think is a staple on just getting your gun ready. There's so many mechanics in there. If I had students that did that prior and oh, do a Warhog check as a life-saving mechanism, a zero cost insurance policy, except the time to go, yep, there's a round in the chamber, Warhog checks done, I can holster. Man, think about the impact of that. So absolutely, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. I, I think the biggest problem here is in our industry, in the training world, mm -hmm. sometimes we forget there's so many more people out there that do need that training. Sure. You know, uh, one thing I've noticed when I've taken classes is you always see the same faces. And a lot of times it's gun industry folks taking these classes over and over because they like to take the classes. Mm -hmm. And um, we forget that we're only reaching a certain amount of people out there that are gun owners. And there's so many more that are becoming gun, gun owners every day. Sure. Case in point now, uh, you watch the news and, and sales are through the roof. Well, they're not running out there to get training. And now with this coronavirus thing, they're staying at home with no training. But they have to understand, again, watching a DVD like mine, I'm not trying to push it, but I will. And I'll just say, I harp dry fire training. We got, you know, a whole chapter in there, how to do dry fire training, because that's how much I believe in it. And you can talk to people, various backgrounds, various skill sets that will tell you, I'm a national champion because I spend the time dry firing. So I'll put it in this perspective. And to the people watching out there, think about this. Especially to my, I'm going to specifically target my military law enforcement guys. Please pay attention. You have your competitive shooters will dry fire for hours. And I'm not talking one session, broken down. So you take a week time and typically what you're seeing is a two to one ratio. So they're dry firing two hours to every one live fire is a general rule. Some are doing three hours live or three hours dry to one hours live. They're training for a trophy. You guys it's your life that's out there. Take the time. And like the challenge I put on the DVD, if you can do nothing else, give me three days a week, five minutes a day, get the DVD, look at the how I'm trying to break things down in the skill set. And it just, it's a cheap, easy, free insurance policy that God forbid you're ever in a deadly force encounter that you're going to come back home to your family. Here's a small segment from the instructional video we just shot with Rick Hogg. This specific section is on dry fire training. And as you're gonna hear in this upcoming segment from Rick's video, 
Dry fire training is very important and something you should be including into your regular training schedule. Let's take a listen. So just for progression's sake, I was happy with this one. So now what I could do is actually set my pro timer up where I'm gonna have it on, I can bump the part time down a little bit. So now I'm just putting it at a second flat. So again, get everything set. Make sure, yep, we're all reset, good to go. I'm here, ready to go. Drive, sights, press, good. I was happy with that one. We'll do it one more time. So again, I can start trimming the time off. And then what I'm doing is I'm also making an annotation in my book that, hey, I went from 110 down to a solid second. And you can start trimming that down. Now, we have other stuff in the works. Mm -hmm. We have lots of other stuff in the works. Lots of titles actually coming up. So one worth bringing up while we're talking training. Sure. Airsoft. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, in the tactical community, you would look at airsoft as, oh, those gamers, those guys mm -hmm. that, you know, kid out yep. and run around and play soldier. And and I'll, I'll admit, I was one of them. I was one of them that thought that way. Yep. But now. Uh, until. Now. You look on the market and say, well, wait, there's, there's Glocks, there's Walthers, there's HKs, there's mm -hmm. CZs. There's all these handguns mm -hmm. that are airsoft that look and function like the real thing. Yep function as far as slide action, magazine sure. release, so yep. forth, slide lock. So now you can practice at home mm -hmm. with an airsoft yep. and you can buy those little plastic BBs at what, 5,000 to like a-, a, a Like 20 bucks. A, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a no brainer. 100%. And, and here's the thing, I'm gonna caveat on that just a little bit. So it wasn't until SHOT Show that really sold me on the whole airsoft thing. So I went to the guys at EVIC and, you know, the same thing, all kinds of different, you know, airsoft firearms and, and you pick them up and you're like, this thing's not a toy. It actually, you know, feels functions just like the real firearm. So specifically, you know, I went out and, and played with the, uh, the Archon Type B they had. What sold me on the whole airsoft thing, okay, cool, I've got, you know, another tool here, was pretty much, you know, the gun power target. Mm. So when I have a, I think it's a, uh, 32 inch, basically iPad for lack of better terms, that's my target. Yeah. When I went in their little booth, you know, and shot that, that was a selling point for me because they had one that was set up with beer cans to simulate uh, like a Bianchi rack. They had an Ipsic target. And now I'm like, wow, I can sit at my house and yes, dry fire, trust me, I will preach it all day long. But now if I can actually have a tool that I can work the trigger multiple times, you know, if I need to work my magazine change, tack mag change, and then boom, actually go out and fire afterwards. I mean, guys, that's a no brainer. So what do we have in the works <laughs> with Airsoft? Since we mentioned Airsoft, I can't tell you, but I will say this, you're gonna wanna check it out. Somebody I know is gonna be in it. <laughs> I'll be behind the camera. I'll be smoking a cigar mocking the talent. <laughs> but we do have something coming out that I think you're gonna like. It's gonna be very cool. Um, I think it's gonna be a game changer, and dare I say that term, but no, it, I, I think it is. Yeah. 
I think it is. It, it's going to take things to the next level because again, it's just, it's another tool that, you know, and I don't know how much detail you, you know, throw out there, but just here's, here's Rick's mindset. Imagine this airsoft type world, right? I sit there and, and again, specifically my Ellie guys, because I'm very passionate about those guys. Cause trust me, you roll around every day with the bullseye on your back mm -hmm. and you guys just don't get enough training. And here's the thing. I don't ever want to see another LEO, you know, killed in action come up on TV. I don't, but the inevitable is it's going to happen. And if I can, you know, take some of my, my experience, pass it on. And then if you have a tool such as airsoft, so think about this, I can kind of do my dry fire training with a projector coming out at a target prior to me rolling out on shift, just to give me a little bump in my skill set using my same duty holster, the same firearm I have, the same yep. attachments. Yep. Man, that's a game changer. Because again, guys, it's all about you guys coming home. And I don't know how many people realize it or not. I don't want to see another one of you get killed. You know, same thing with my mill guys. I got it. You know, shortage of bullets, whatever the case may be. You ran out, ran out of your allotment for the year. You know, you can get your rifle out there, work at Airsoft. Uh, just another option to bring you guys back home. And obviously for my civilians out there, that's without a doubt. So. Well, and especially for the people that are brand new into it, the husbands oh. that want their wives yep. to start learning and their wives are like, oh my God, it's going to, the recoil, the sound. So it, it's funny. I mean, it, well, it's funny you say that because the worst, let me tell you guys, probably the worst combo is a husband and wife trying to do business. However, I will just speak from my side. My wife is super excited. Mm -hmm. She was there with me at the EVIC booth and she was out there seeing all that stuff. She's like, when are we getting ours? So I take her that really doesn't want to listen to me, which I understand you know, the conflict between husband and wife trying to do the whole education thing. If you're married, you understand it hundred yes. percent. But to get her, to get her excited, to want to get out there and train on her own with an airsoft pistol in the house, pff, sign me up for two, they're small, you know? I mean, that's, yeah. that is a win-win situation. I also think it could be a game changer for uh, CCW classes or CWP, yep. wherever you are in the country. Sure. Um, you get that person that's walking in for the first time, they want a permit. Mm -hmm. They may have shot a 22. Yep. They may have shot a 38 revolver, but now here's an opportunity to try some airsofts so you can get the function, mm -hmm. get the feel, and not be so intimidated, I guess would be the right term. Yeah, but it's also, you know, so people always look at the marksmanship portion, you know, whenever we talk firearms training. And yes, marksmanship is part, but just the firearms manipulation. Yeah. If I could tell you how many people I'm trying to adjust their hands because they don't understand grip. You know, so again, I can actually get my grip. Hey, is that right? That wrong? Basically manipulate a firearm that's not giving me the full impulse recoil mm -hmm. so that now I have everything worked out. So now when it's time to transition over to that firearm, I do take that first shot because all my fundamentals are correct. It's not a big deal. And you just take it from there. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Now for a little bit more insight into the new upcoming video that we have with Rick, the title is going to be Practice to Protect with our title sponsor, Umarex. So yes, airsoft, airsoft training, definitely something worth checking out. We're going into production this month. It'll be out in May. Well, that is one of the projects we have in the works. Yep. Another project we were going to tackle, um, don't mind mentioning it here, is dogs. Dogs. How many videos have we done now? Hundred and this is your video is I think the hundred and fourth tactical video. 
Are you okay there, Ray? Yeah. Our poor sound guy. He, he does this on every shoot. Every shoot, I swear to God, every shoot he chokes. He has to have water. We have to wheel him out in a wheelchair. I mean, he does this to us all the time. I mean, I'm sorry, Ray. He never gets mentioned. He, he's, he just... cold, cold drink? <laughs> so, dogs. Yep. Dogs. 104 videos. Mm -hmm. And I've wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. Years I've wanted to do it. But we just never got around to doing it. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to do it. You and I are going to do it. Mm -hmm. We're going to do some instructional videos for the person that owns a dog. Mm -hmm. I don't mean the foo-foo dogs. I don't care about the foo-foo dogs. If they, you own a foo-foo dog. They're going for your ankles anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get rid of the fufu dog. Give the fufu dog to your wife or to your kid. I'm getting the evil eye right now for my wife. So anyway, what we've been wanting to do, what I've been wanting to do is dog handling mm -hmm. in the sense of uh, tracking, mm -hmm. uh, bite work, uh, uh, defense, obedience, mm -hmm. the things that in the uh, in the sporting community, well, in, in the shooting sports, you have IDPA, USPSA, mm -hmm. Um, in the dog handling world, one is Schutzend, yep. uh, but in the in essence, it's canine dog handling, you know, uh, for the simplest terms. Yeah, Schutzend's a very regimented yeah. program. You know, I'm personally a, a more KMPV, but you know, so, it's still it's still a sport. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so, so put time and effort in. Instead of getting deep in the weeds of a specific sport, mm -hmm. it's the most important thing. You want to get a German Shepherd or whatever the breed is, mm -hmm. but you want to have a working dog at home to defend the family, uh, to defend the home. One of the hardest things to do is train that dog. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you can go to a service that for $30,000, you can buy a dog that's already trained, but that's <clears> a car for crying out loud. Yeah, And you know, the thing is people have to understand just because they get a German Shepherd doesn't mean that dog specifically has a drive, you know, I'm buying this for a home protection dog. Okay, it may or may not bite somebody. Right. It, it could be a 180 out where he bites everybody, not out of training just because that's what he does. So, you know, I'm very much into the working breeze, don't get me wrong. Dutch Shepherd at the house, I've worked Mally's, but again, that's experience. I've also got the scars to show the experience that goes with it. So understand when you're working, you know, with the animal that has a drive like that, it's a two-way street and a lot of people go, hey, I'm gonna get him, protection dog. If that dog don't hunt, hate to say it for lack of better terms, some dogs don't. Trust me, we, yeah. you know, when I was in the military, we would select our dogs just as well and, and not all of them stepped up to the mustard and people just have to understand that. So really look at, hey, you know, what am I looking to get in this dog? You know, you've got to look at, do you have the time? That's the biggest thing. Yes, absolutely. Are you, are you gonna be consistent? Absolutely. And unfortunately, too many people are trying to, you know, get these dogs again we had some stuff in the media a while back dog kind of came to the the limelight next thing you know, everyone wants them and then next thing you know social media is blowing up with oh yeah i got a mally and my wall's missing i got a mally and where did the couch go it's it, you know <laughs> yeah. people are buying them because they think it's cool yeah i don't know anyone really mentioned about being bit or torn up but there had to be some bites in there you know but yeah it, it's one of these that people have to understand, what are you getting? Right. It's just like the novice shooter that's never shot before buying a $3,000 race gun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So with this new video series, 
not going to give all the details, but with this new video series, mm -hmm. we'll be able to give people a baseline, yep. where to start, yep. maybe even get them to not get a dog because a dog is not for everybody. If they work and they're never home and their spouse is never home and they're just going to crate the dog and leave the dog in the house all don't, day. Don't do it. Yeah. Just, no. just get, get a toy dog. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's worth covering Sure. and it's worth covering in a multiple series of videos. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, same here. That's going to be very cool. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of support that will be coming our way from the folks that are in the industry. Um, was that magazine, uh, the, the gala we met at SHOT Show, you introduced Work, me to Working it. Dog Magazine. Yes. Karen McKay. Perfect, perfect, yep. perfect. That is the kind of connections that really works well mm -hmm. because now you have a magazine out there mm -hmm. that draws the right people. Sure. They'll see the video mm -hmm. and it, it, it's, it's a really good working relationship. Yeah. So yep. I'm excited about that. Yep. At Panteo, we've been wanting to film dog handling videos for some time. We've been around now 10 years, and I would say for the last eight years we've been wanting to do that. The problem is, like finding a good firearms instructor, it's hard to find a good canine dog handler that is also a good canine dog handling instructor, if that makes any sense. So we've been waiting for the right person to come along, and lo and behold, here we are with Rick Hogg, whose background is a canine dog handler in the military and being an instructor and teacher in dog handling. So perfect opportunity. Here's a clip of a speech that Rick gave at the Soft Dog Memorial Service. Have a listen. 29-year veteran of Army Special Operations and a combat veteran. We please welcome Mr. Rick Hogg. Ladies and gentlemen, current former canine handlers and Gold Star families. Welcome today to this ceremony and thank you for attending. My name is Rick Hogg and I am a former SOF canine handler. I am humbled and honored to be speaking with you today on such an important day of remembrance. We're here today to honor our fallen canines and remember the sacrifices they've made on the battlefield and the countless numbers of sons, brothers, friends, fathers that are home today because of their sacrifice. On the military side, these canines are truly U.S. service members. They wear the stars and stripes on their vest, and they're willing to die for their pack. The lives these dogs have saved will only be known to God. But I can tell you from personal experience, from some of these canines on the pavers, their actions on the battlefield is absolutely incredible, and they have saved my life. The bond between an SOF handler and his canine is eternal, trusting each other in a nameless language. Here we honor the SOF canines that have paid the ultimate price. What else is going on in the industry that impacts you as an instructor right now? Well, obviously, you know, the coronavirus going on has a huge, well, that's not really in the industry. That's just society. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but as far as the industry impacts on me, um, you know, I try to go out there, um, get with different companies, you know, to partner with them, try to help 
show their products because I'm a big fan of, I remember, you know, when I was first getting into firearms and stuff like that, things cost money. And if you can preview something, you know, prior to buying it and go, hey, either I like it or I don't, you know, uh, to me, I think that's always a good thing. You try to reach out to some companies. Again, I'm not looking, you know, super money, all these free things. Just, hey, form a partnership. How can we do things that mutually benefit each other and in turn benefit the community? Um, you know, that's kind of a, a stumbling. And I get it. You know, people don't want to return calls and stuff like that it can be frustrating. Um, I've seen that. Um, I was on the receiving end of those calls back in the day. Mm -hmm. When I had an ammo company, I would get gun writers that would call and say, hey, we're doing an ammo roundup. Mm -hmm. And I go, great, great. Uh, what, do you, what do you need? Well, we're going to be testing nine in, in 40 Smith & Wesson. Okay. So I would, I would go out and grab a box or two, 20 round boxes, mm -hmm. of every load that we had in nine and in 40. Mm -hmm. And I'd toss in a box to a 45 just for the hell of it. I lost track of how many times I would either get a blistering email or back then faxes, mm -hmm. or they would pick up the phone and call me and say, uh, Fernando, you only sent me 20 boxes. Yeah. And I'd say, was there a load that I missed? I'll get it out to you today. Yeah. Well, you only sent me like one or two of each. And I'd say, well, how many did you need? Mm -hmm. Oh, I need like a case. Mm -hmm. A case of which one? No, a case of each. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yep. You're going to be taking five brands of ammo. Mm -hmm. You're going to be running it through these guns, and you want to write an article. But you're not going to shoot all this ammo. And, and they would do this to us all the time. Mm -hmm. We would get law enforcement agencies hitting us up for ammo. Mm -hmm. uh, we always knew there was something wrong when an agency of five guys needed a 1,000 rounds test. Uh, so on the receiving end, we did get jaded. Sure. That said... There were those that would get a box or two mm -hmm. or three, mm -hmm. write up an article, and then all of a sudden you'd see two-page spread of your stuff. Well, guess what? Next time that dude needed ammo, sure. he's getting a case. Yeah. You know, because he did the, he did a solid yeah. by us. And it was that rare occasion that that would happen. Mm -hmm. And move forward, doing tactical clothing. The Woolrich Elite series first, then EOTAC. I must have outfitted I don't know how many people with pants, shorts, shirts, jackets, uh, pullover uh, quarter zips. I mean, I was dressing folks left and right. And the only time I'd hear from them is when they needed more or they needed it for their buddy. But see, that's the, and I get it, you know, cause trust me in the industry, you hear it all the time, you know, talking to companies, stuff like that. So-and-so hits you up, but it, there's gotta be I think nowadays with the social part, people can go to my social media. Right. Trust me, you can look at who my industry partners are and without a doubt. So I'll give you a prime example. I think everyone knows Rick Hogg runs in our contact B. And it's not because, you know, fluffing mirrors or whatever. I run it because I believe in the product. And it's not like I'm reaching out to company X going, hey, gimme, gimme, gimme. And this is just me talking, and this is just kind of my frustration point. Sure. I believe in the product. You know, I want to sit there. If I believe in it, I'm passionate about it. Therefore, I'm going to promote it. I'm trying to give it to my students, put it in other people's hands. And that's pretty much, you know, me, the way I do business. But I get it. You got other people out there that have tainted it. So I call a company like yours, 
with all good intentions going, hey, I want to try to partner with you. And right. that's my word. I want a partnership because partners work together. And then how do I take your product, you know, share the news on that. And then in return, it's just how do you, you know, reciprocate to me? And it's not necessarily product money. It's that mutual back and forth where, hey, you know, you need some training, go see Rick or do, you know, whatever, however that piece works out. Um, it's not rocket science, but it's just, it's a difficult, you know, for me as an entrepreneur trying to, to work through that. Um, have I had people, you know, reach out and go, hey, company X will do whatever. And I'm not downplaying any companies, but you want to align yourself with those companies you believe in because when you're more passionate about it, right, you're going to be driven to it and you're going to go, man, these guys are spot on. So, no, that's true. That's yeah. true. And the other thing I've seen now, thanks to social media, mm -hmm. you'll get that that social media influencer. I love mm -hmm. that term. Mm -hmm. They'll have uh, a couple hundred thousand followers and they think they walk on water. Mm -hmm. I'll find a little girl on Instagram with six million followers. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then you get these, do it, we like to use the term tactical Twinkies. Okay. They'll be in the gun industry and they'll have... I don't know, 30, 40, 50,000 followers, hell, two or 300,000 followers. Mm -hmm. And you see them pimping one product, mm -hmm. but if you scroll down and look, that a product from their competition, from that other company's competition was pimped, mm -hmm. and then another product was pimped. It's like, well, wait a minute. So I take it, price of admission is I'll send you a gun, mm -hmm. and now you're going to promote it on your, on your social mm -hmm. media feed, and then when someone else send, sends you a gun, you're yeah. gonna promote them. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of get it. It is kind of like a business model, but at the same time. But there's gotta be some alliances, right? Yeah. So I, I wanna hit the numbers thing first because I find it comical, you know, especially on the social side, we're all about the numbers. Yeah. Oh, you gotta have numbers, numbers, numbers. Okay, cool. But we live in a society that we don't count the winner loss column. Hmm. But we care about how many numbers of followers we have. Mm -hmm. Seems slightly twisted there. Um, but then shifting gears, like back to the industry you're talking, you know, when, because Archon was originally, I think, reached out to me and asked to help them with the whole test and eval process. And I was like, yeah, sure, you know, another gun. But it was when you get behind it, you start shooting it. And I told him straight up, I said, I'm going to break your gun. Ha ha ha. I've broken other guns that people have asked me to test for them, you know? Yeah. And these things are still running hard. So it's, it's truly a product I believe in. And like you said, it's not, you know, company X, hey, you want to try a pistol, whatever. I mean, I'm not saying I won't help other people, but that's the go-to gun that I'm running, you know? So um, it's this, like you said, the flipping back and forth. Right. Now that's so. that's the frustrating part mm -hmm. that we see. I mean, now I'm on the other side with the video production company. We're always reaching out to manufacturers sure. saying, hey, do you want your product used in this video yeah. or reviewed in this video? Or you want some extra love in this video? Mm -hmm. um, you want to support this project? And I get where they're coming from when they're like, they're hesitant, their budget's spent. Mm -hmm. That's the excuse we used to use too. Sure. Uh, but I get that because they don't know, they're mm -hmm. not sure. Mm -hmm. But I, unfortunately, it's the nature of the beast. Now, thanks to social media, there's not, 20 writers asking for product to review. There's <laughs> there's those 20 writers, another 40 writers that write for blogs. Yep. Then there's another 200 social media influencers yeah. that are hitting them up. Sure. 
And then they don't know, well, who's real? 100%. And, yeah. and I experienced that, reached out to a company, you know, specifically said, hey, we've got a production going on with Pantheo. There were some things that I wanted to focus on, you know, during this, uh, you know, concealed carry DVD. And they were like, hey, are you a YouTuber? And I'm like, Pantheo <laughs> Production. You know, yes, I, I do have a, a YouTube channel. This is not a Warhawk Tactical YouTube review. This is a professional video production with Pantheo. And, but again, I get it. The, the lines are so skewed and there's so many people and I'm not in the marketing side, but I can only imagine how much bombardment, you know, goes on from the backside there. Every yeah. guy going, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. You know, I throw it out there. Hey, if you're in the industry, listening, watching, whatever, just the proof's in the pudding. That's all I'm gonna say. Look at me. I'm loyal to my, you know, industry partners out there. You know, trust me, scroll through. You can tell exactly who they are. Oh, by the way, I hold it to such a point I put them on my website. So it's like, hey, I go right there. Some have given me coupon codes. Go there, you know, take a look. And I mean, that's just the way I feel. That's just the way I am. And I wish more people would be like that, but I get it. Our streaming video subscribers of MakeReady.tv will now get exclusive access to the video versions of our podcasts. In addition, subscribers will have access to our episodes before they air on iTunes or any other free platform. Be sure to visit MakeReady.tv and subscribe today to stream our exclusive content to any device, anywhere, anytime. I'd like to give a shout out to one of our key sponsors, Walther Arms. We've had the pleasure of working with the folks at Walther on numerous projects. They've been a supporter of ours and we love what they make. Heck, we've even been out to their factory in Elm, Germany and had a chance to look you know, behind the curtain and see what they have in the works and gotta admit, pretty impressed. So, thanks to the folks at Walther, we have a discount code for you. Looking for some clothing? Save 20% off. Use the code MAKEREADY during checkout. I hope you're enjoying this sit down with Rick. Here's another snippet from Rick Hogg's concealed carry video, specifically his chapter on mindset. All right, guys, so the next thing I wanna talk about is mindset. So when I was teaching the North Carolina concealed carry, the first thing I would ask my students is, hey, have you really thought about engaging another human being? And people would have different answers. So mindset's one of these really broad-based subjects, but I need you guys to do this. If you're gonna carry a firearm concealed and it's for your self-protection, have you really thought about, am I willing to pull the trigger and take another human being's life? You know, if your answer is, you know, no, I haven't, and you sit there and go, no, I'm not willing, th there's nothing wrong with that. You can still be a responsible firearms owner, but you probably don't need to be carrying it concealed. And I'm not saying you have murderous intent in your heart, but you just have to sit there and go, if somebody has ill intent towards me or my family, and at least in the state of North Carolina, it says, if I'm in fear for my, in fear for my life, great bodily harm or sexual assault, I can use deadly force. I am fully prepared. And I've heard answers like, I'll shoot him in the leg or I'll shoot him in the arm. No, the firearm is there to stop whatever situation is being presented to you that can potentially kill you or your family. 
So just honestly, that's the first thing I would say is you've got to think about that. The next thing is with this whole mindset, to me, it's a, it's kind of a pyramid deal. So yes, I've got my, my firearms training. I've mentally prepared myself there. But then I also have to look at, you know, where is my personal self-confidence at? So think about this. If you've ever been to a, a large built up urban area, you look at people and they're pretty much down here looking at the ground. Nobody's making eye contact. Nobody's aware of their situation. So part of this whole, you know, mindset process, and I don't think that's the best word, but just being situational aware of where you're at. If I'm out and about and I'm looking around, I'm looking for potential threats out there. I'm carrying myself in a way that, hey, if I see something, I can deal with it. So it's just working on kind of that pyramid deal. So if I've got my awareness or I've got my, my mindset that I'm willing to use my firearm in a deadly force encounter, you know, I've got my situation awareness. I've got to sit there and make sure that one, you know, I'm taking care of my chassis. I'm doing some type of PT. So, you know, you'll see the, the brute force is one of the tools that I always use out in the range. And we'll have a segment on kind of doing the physical dress out in the range, but that's got to be a staple in your personal life. And then really it's the self-confidence of the individual. So a lot of times, and I see this especially in my law enforcement uh, officers, nothing against those guys and I love them to death and they've got you know, a super hard job. However, they're not trained here. So if I'm gonna be an overall person that's looking to have a good proper mindset in self-defense to take care of myself, Yes, I've got to be training my firearm. I've got to have my physical fitness, but not all the time I'm going to be able to go to that firearm. I may have to rely on my hands. So make sure that you're doing, you know, that training as well. Um, you know, you've got people that want to carry knives as well. And I'm not claiming to be any type of knife fighting expert, but if that's a, a road you want to go down and we will cover that a little bit more, it's definitely one of those. You've got to go out and get the training, but all these things you've got to put time in. The biggest thing is you've got to have that time building those skill sets. You brought up a good channel, though, or a good point uh, mm -hmm. regarding a specific channel. Uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Thanks to YouTube. Now, YouTube is good for a lot of things. Sure. The new C8 Corvette just came out. Mm -hmm. You want to see it being revealed? Yeah. There's like 100 videos out there now from the people that bought them. You want to know how to change the oil in your Triumph? Mm -hmm. Find the video. Exactly what to do. Sure. But then, then you go to the tactical side or the concealed carry side, you go to the gun side. Yep. And I'm not gonna bash the guys that are have, they have their channels that are out there mm -hmm. uh, reviewing a pistol, reviewing sure. a shotgun. That, that's cool actually, that, that, more power to them. It is, I'm gonna cut you off for a sec, but when you do a review, is shooting 500 rounds a review of a gun? No, oh, true, true. Uh, you know, no, absolutely. So I, I don't or, 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 or 20 rounds. Yeah. You know, or shooting watermelons. Yeah. What did that actually prove? I mean, but at least they're out there doing a review where a brand new uh, Ruger 5.7 pistol just came out. Mm -hmm. It'll take two or three months for it to hit the magazines. It's immediately out on video. Mm -hmm. So you kind of get to see it. Sure. But then, then you have the instructors. Mm hmm. You have the guys that are out there teaching. Well, not teaching. Let me rephrase that. They're showing things on YouTube. Mm -hmm. They're showing drills. Mm -hmm. They're showing antics. Mm -hmm. They're showing things that are trying to um, 
I'm not sure if it's further their name or to get you to do these drills, but they're, they're showing drills that other folks will go, hey, did you see XYZ on his channel and he did this? And it's like, dude, he, he lives at home eating Cheetos in his basement in his underwear and goes in the backyard and does this video. Mm -hmm. Now he's got all these viewers and you really want to talk about that? Mm -hmm. How about the former SF dude or the former Ranger or the former Delta guy mm -hmm. who has a YouTube channel, who is legit, yep. who may actually have something to show you. So mm -hmm. the, the downside with YouTube is there's no filter. No. You can't go to YouTube and as soon as you start on the channel go, all right, where's that checkoff box to get rid of all the Twinkies? Yeah. Okay, now they all disappeared. No. But that, but you hit a key point, right? So when you have all these people watching, and again, I don't want to say people are ignorant, but sometimes, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Absolutely. Just take it from a standpoint like this. So if I'm going to show Drill X, so like when we did the Warhog W out there, this is why I'm doing it. To me, I think a critical point, if you never hear somebody tell you why, okay, cool, I can go out there and run around and do you know, cheetah flips and Mel Gibson rolls and all this other stuff and look cool. But if I never give the why, what's the practical application, you know, from a self-defense, bring your life home to your family, you know, deal. So I think that's the key point that I wish people would be more aware of is quit watching the trick shooting or the entertainment. If you want to mm -hmm. watch it, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. And if you're doing it, I'm not bashing you. But if you're going to say that you're a firearms instructor, you better be putting out content to go, here's the why behind whatever I'm doing. And you know, like with me, I use a building block methodology. You come to class, things build on each other. Oh, we do dry fire in class because I'd rather have a guy stumble doing his tack mag changes dry than doing it live because at some point we want his marksmanship to get there. So if he's fumbling with mags or can't work that or having a mental um, block there, they can potentially carry over to his marksmanship you know, so there's a building block process. There's a methodology behind why we build on one thing or another. Oh, and yes, we do do dry fire in my actual live fire range class. So I just, you know, for the viewers, listeners out there, take that into consideration when you're looking at, you know, these instructors. And if you're there for entertainment, cool. If you're looking to educate yourself, you know, look at the why. And to me, it's, it's all about the experience. I'm looking for the guys that have the experience. And the, vetting. the vetting. And, and, and the vetting. It has yeah. to be vetting. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. For sheer entertainment value, you sure. can go to a place like YouTube. Yep. Even now, more recently, Facebook, with them posting videos. Mm -hmm. But you go to YouTube, and you can see some guys doing some funny stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can see guys um, shooting at plate racks really, really fast. Mm -hmm. You can see guys doing trick shooting. Sure. And that's cool. I mean, there's, there's entertain entertainment to that. Yeah. I, I get it. But when you're going to a, a, a video and you don't know what that person's background is, mm -hmm. now you don't have that person vetted. Sure. So you don't know, is he just a trick shooter posting a video to get more likes, mm -hmm. and now you're gonna do a drill that is just gonna get you hurt, mm -hmm. or is that a legitimate instructor with a legitimate background that has a legitimate reason for that drill sure. for you to practice it, and there's but, no vetting. But it should be explained in there. It should, it, it should. There's too, many, there's too many times I watch videos, and like I said, the why, all right, I see you running around. What are you doing? Right. There's no why behind it. So. Right. Well, and again, it goes back to education. Sure. I wish more people out there, mm -hmm. more people out there would 
see a video, go, huh, I may try that. Stop, open up another browser, mm -hmm. go to Google or whatever browser they use, uh, find, do a, do a search engine search for this person. Sure. And go, oh, he's a former whatever. Mm -hmm. He's an instructor. He teaches at whatchamacallit. Mm -hmm. Great. Or, wow, he raises cats and plays with Barbie dolls. I mean, seriously, you just don't know. Yeah. And at least research it. Sure. Because if you're going to buy a car, mm -hmm. you're just not going to look at a magazine and go, wow, I like that color. Yeah. And run to the dealership and buy it. You want to get the background on it. Yep. So it's got to be like that with firearms training. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know? So for those of you out there, we're not trying to bash you. I'm not trying to bash you. There is sheer entertainment value in what you see on YouTube. But remember, it's entertainment. The moment you look at something on a video and determine that you want to try that on the, on the range, flat range, uh, if you want to try it on the rifle bay, you want to shoot house, if you have access to a shoot house, before you do any of that, vet the instructor. Look that instructor up somewhere. Ask someone you know if they've ever heard of that instructor. And if that's one of those um, social media instructors, an Instagram instructor, hey, you watched a cool video, move on to a, someone else. Find a real instructor and take what that real instructor does and try that on the range. And better yet, take a class from that real instructor if he happens to be in your area. So you can actually get some real trigger time, learn from a vetted instructor. Come to a class with Rick. Mm -hmm. You know, come to a class, uh, our buddy Pat Mack. Yep. Pat McNamara. Yep. You know, a call out to, to Pat. Go take a class from him. Uh, there's so many instructors out there. You're on the West Coast, go out to Gunsight Academy. So many places for you to go and learn how to shoot. Don't rely on the internet, specifically places like YouTube and Facebook, unless you want to go to Pantio.com. No, no, that's different. We're vetted. We vet our instructors. And that's, that's actually one of the key things. When we first started the company, God, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. it was like, we have to have a place where we can put instructors together. And, and we call ourselves inside joke is we're little Switzerland. We're neutral. <laughs> we don't side with one instructor versus yep. the other. This dude that was a former SEAL has a different way of doing it than this former Marine mm -hmm. versus this former SF guy. Yeah. Nah, we're not getting into that. Reloading muzzle up, muzzle down. Mm -hmm. I'm not splitting hairs. Mm -hmm. Everyone does things differently, but, but he, we're neutral. He, but here's the point. It's all about the articulation, right? So from the instructor standpoint, me... Rick, number one, Rick's not going to tell you you have to do things a certain way. I will give you guidelines. I will give you options because ultimately the shooter's got to figure some things out. Do I think there's some straight out wrong ways to do business? Absolutely. Do I kind of cover those things, especially when I see students make those mistakes? Yep. Hey, don't be do, trying to do the magazine fling because magically gravity is your best friend and the mag will fall straight out as long as once the slide locks back or you're trying to release the mag, it's in that or, or that uh, vertical position, it will come straight down. But, you know, trying to add added movement that some guys don't even realize they're doing. Right. And, and I've had to video guys out on the range during my classes to go, hey man, check this out. Look at what you're doing. Or you tell them, like, oh, I'm not doing that. Okay, cool. And that's the beauty with the phones nowadays is you have an instant recording device. I can record them, okay? Quick pause point, hey guy, check this out. He's like, I never knew I did it. I just told you. But now the one eye doesn't lie, he sees it, and it's just another tool to take training that you can go, there it is, 
And that's why, you know, I talk so much about my phone, dry fire, live fire training. I can record myself and pick up, ooh, I did that. Eee. Right, right. It, it, it's just another tool. Or I sit there and go, man, that was spot on. Yep, good to go. So, well, technology that, is a good thing. It is a good thing. And it could be a bad thing. It can be. So, I think that with the right guidance, uh, a person can find the right place to learn. Mm -hmm. They can find the right instructor from that right place. Sure. And like what we've tried to do, you may go to our website because you're looking for Pat Max video mm -hmm. and realize, holy shit, there's 55 instructors here. Mm -hmm. There's all this different content. Oh, I really wanted to learn shotgun. So I have this video here from Mike Boyle with the shotgun mm -hmm. or Wes Doss's video. Yep. So it, it's actually really cool to be able to offer so much in one place without saying this is the gospel truth. You mm -hmm. must follow this dude doing this stuff mm -hmm. or you're wrong. It's here's what the top instructors show mm -hmm. based on their experience real world. That's it. That That's the key point is the real world experience. And I think that's where a lot of people miss the mark. The stuff I'm saying, you know, if you want to say the techniques I am teaching, they're applicable both day and night. Why? Because I can't have a dual technique system. This one's for night. This one's for day. It doesn't work. One system across the board. This thing works either day or night. And if you have that in place, it just makes things easy. Because I've seen some techniques out there that I go, all right, that's cool. Let me shut the lights off. Now what? And you see the students, you know, light bulb go, boom. I didn't think of that. Right, right. You know, and I'm not trying to bust anybody else's technique. Just when you come to my class, my biggest thing is, number one, I want to get you thinking. I want you to do some self-discovery because that's the best way you're going to learn and just validate, hey, is the things I'm doing, do they work? I know the stuff I'm teaching from experience has brought myself, my mates back home from combat and they're proven techniques. So, yeah. That's it. That's all that matters. 100%. That's all that matters. If that is what you offer, then the student is going to benefit from that. 100%. And, and as we know, they go to a class, they mm -hmm. finish a class, they go home, they go back to real world, mm -hmm. and they forget a lot of what's in that class. Sure. It just happens. Yep. So we have videos now mm -hmm. that will allow them to refresh on what they saw in a class. Well, I, I think the beauty with the video is this. It's a two-fold deal. Um, I know, you know, once they become live, it's going on the website and with any, you know, since we just have the pistol one right now, any pistol class, it's going to be on there. Why? Because I'd want to see one of my students get it beforehand, review the material. So if you take nothing else away, if you just understand the Warhog administrative load, the importance of how to load your pistol, you would excel in the class in that piece alone. Just those simple mechanics. And then, like you said, you get done the class, now I've got a reference material to go, all right, hey, what was he talking about this? Because again, depending on your skill set, depending how much information you're taking in, it's a lot. And sometimes things may get lost. All right, I really didn't master that drill, that reload, or this movement, or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. What was it? Press play, chapter list, there she is, boom. And now I've got an instant refresher. So yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. An opportunity to sit down with Rick after we did our video shoot. It was hotter than Hades here, but we had a breeze. It was good. It was good. It was uh, it was a little rough, but we, we got through it. And we have a lot more videos to come. Contrary to this coronavirus deal, we're still filming videos. 
We're going to get little sock puppets out if we have to, <laughs> but we're going to keep filming videos. And I appreciate you coming out, man. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me. Super experience on my part and uh, look forward to doing some more. Excellent. Right, Excellent. Brother. You so, take care, man. You too, man. Thank you. Thank we're you done. For more on the Make Ready videos from Pantio, head over to makeready.tv, pantio.com, subscribe, check out our content. There's a lot there. And if you're stuck home right now because this coronavirus, you got stuff to watch. Stop binging on Netflix. Stop binging on Hulu or all that other crap. Here's some stuff you could be learning. Pantio.